I'm Scott. This is Gavin. And I'm Craig. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 94 of the Majors Mess Hall podcast. I am Gavin and I am joined by Craig and Todd. Uh, um, Craig, are you wondering where Scott, Scott is at the moment? Well, we're not going to care less, but... Okay, well... <laughs> Just wondering anyway. He's, uh... He, he, uh... <laughs> it's a long story, but he's cut his finger, so... And that's, that's preventing him not coming on. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. That was exactly our attitude. He texted text me earlier and he said, uh, I've cut my finger and uh, I don't know if I'm going to do the pod tonight. And I just said, okay. And then a little bit later on he said, well, I might. He said, I'm going to go to sleep and see how I feel. I said, okay. And that's how it was left. So he's a cunt, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it real, Craig. Keep it real. So, <clears throat> see, the thing is, we've got stuff to discuss. He's not here. And... You know, he's needed for one segment, which is the where is the where are the t shirt segment, which is a regular <laughs> a regular feature that we're doing on every episode until our two uh, our two listeners, uh, Michelle and Dave, receive their t shirts. So we're gonna need him for that because we need the update. And I've got to very quickly just fill everyone in that may not have listened to previous episodes, but a year ago, Scott, for some unknown reason, promised two of our listeners, two of our loyal listeners, uh, free Majors Mess All T shirts. And they're still waiting for them now. So we've called him out on it recently. And he's essentially, he's apparently allegedly ordered the T-shirts. But uh, that was a, that was almost a month ago now. And uh, in fact, it was over a month ago. And the T-shirts, up to, to my knowledge, still haven't arrived. So every time we do a podcast, we just ask him again where the T-shirts are. And he gets pissed and throws a little hissy fit. But at least then everyone's up to date. So what we're going to do is, he's probably asleep. So we're going to try and call him in a minute and, and ask him for that update. And uh, he's probably going to be a little extra frosty because we'll be waking him up. Um, and he's got a boo-boo on his finger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, so we should probably have a quick recap of what we have been up to. So very quickly, Craig, what have you been up to in the past uh, two weeks? Um, Last weekend, I didn't do anything because uh, I had the house to myself. Leanne was in York, so I didn't really do anything that weekend. And uh, that's, that's really, really just work. So you you didn't do anything in that, eh? Yeah. Okay, now. So where is, where is York in, in uh, accordance where you live? Is that like far away or probably just about, road or? Yeah, it's probably about an hour and a half, isn't it? Something like that, drive. Yeah, something like that. It's just well, a very rural, scenic place is a lovely little uh, old English town there uh, you know like you've oh, seen yeah. Harry Potter it's very much like that like really the, the cobbled streets and, and the little wooden stores like you know all, everything's close together it's it, it's quite cool actually there's a little candy store down one of the little <coughs> I actually think it's called oh god I'm not gonna is Leanne around you because she'll know no she's gone to bed oh for fuck's sake okay uh, there's the shambles. That's it. There's like a little tiny part of this uh, town called the shambles, and that is the bit that's like Harry Potter. So if you Google the shambles, I know you don't give a fuck, but if you do, anyone that's listening, you'll see how scenic it is. And I've just realised we're actually talking about a place that Craig didn't go to last weekend. So we're talking about a place that his girlfriend went to instead. I've been to York. No, I know what it's like. I know you've been with me, haven't you? We went. Remember with David yeah, and Steve. You, Steve, Dave. I think Dawn came as well. Yeah. yeah, it was good, though. <laughs> okay, anyway, so hang on. First of all, before we go back to that, we do have a guest, and it's a special guest, um, a guy by the name of Christian Burns, who is one-third of the pop band, the, the 2000s pop band BB Mac. Um, I'm sure, like, many of you would have heard of that band. If you haven't heard of the band, you'd know the song. The song that they're most famous for is called Back Here. Again, get on Google if, if you can't, if the name doesn't ring a bell. The song definitely will. And they've reformed. Uh, last year they reformed. They've been working on an album. They have an album ready. 
and they have a first single that's going to be coming out soon. Um, and we, we, me and Scott got a chance to sit down and have a chat with him, and it was fantastic. I mean, I've always liked this band. It's three guys, they play guitars, and uh, they're very harmony-driven, like they sing in three-part harmony, um, very similar to the Beatles style, kind of. And, uh, yeah, I've always loved them. That was Craig opening a beer there. And... <laughs> And uh, so it meant a lot to me because, you know, they, their music was a big part of my uh, my teen years, you know, my early 20s growing up, being in college. I used to be in a pop band myself and, uh, you know, we used to even perform some of their songs on stage. So it really did mean a lot to me. Just like when we had LFO on, you know, that meant a lot to me as well. So, um, yeah. So we're going to go through to that interview uh, right after we've just done these quick updates of what we've all been up to. And then after that, we're probably going to give Scott a ring and see where he is. So... What I have been up to is actually the same as what Todd has been up to. Last weekend, Todd took a trip up from Maine. He drove six hours, was it, Todd? Uh, almost seven. Okay, yeah. almost seven hours from Maine up to Nova Scotia. And he came, it's quite crazy, actually. He came up on the Saturday morning. Actually, it wasn't even the morning by the time you got here, was it? It was like the afternoon. It was noon or one o'clock your time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he stayed overnight and he drove back lunchtime Sunday. So he only came up for like 24 hours, really. But it was it was a great 24 hours. We had a really good time. All my friends are all, you know, back in England or, you know, in the States somewhere. So it was really nice for me because I don't often get to hang around with, you know, my buddies in person. <clears throat> so, yeah, we had a great time. We did some filming. Um, Dick Johnson stopped by and we, we filmed a little bit of footage for him. Uh, it was it was honestly a good time. You know, we, we did uh, we went to King of Donair again. We did some live videos on Facebook. If you go to our Facebook page, you can see them there. And, uh, yeah, it was just an all-around good time, wasn't it? Yeah, I had a blast. We ended up going to uh, one of the old trailer parks from uh, season, I believe, it was two and three of Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, we got stuck. Um, yeah, it was kind of disappointing. It, like, took forever for us to find it, and it was really small. Yeah. Like, uh, I didn't I didn't realize that. I, I assumed most trailer parks around here are on, like, flatland, and you have, like, just a row of trailers. Yeah, up there you, it was like a fucking pitchfork. Like you'd have a straight street, one that went off to the right and the left, all three dead end. Yeah, with like six trailers total, and then you had to turn around, come back, go to the next part, same way, up on top of the hill, same thing, and then go all the way around. And it was like it was very confusing. Basically, what Todd's trying to say is he went to the trailer park and he got stuck up Randy's back passage. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> and I had some kid say, Hello, Mr. Carr. And his mom <laughs> yelled at him when she was like, You don't know that guy. <laughs> yeah. And I would just wave it to him because it's like, Hey, I try to be nice because that's how we are around here. But apparently, up there, she thought I was just a weirdo in a black car trying to give her kid some candy or something. I don't know. At least but, he didn't throw bottles at us. Yes, exactly. Cause I don't. I don't need any more difference in my car. So, <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, we are gonna. We're gonna go through now to the interview with Christian Baines of the band BB Mac, and we'll be right back. That wasn't supposed to rhyme, but excellent. How's it going, Christian? Hey, I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm. I'm well, I'm from the Wirral, so close enough. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not too far. I'm from the other W, Wigan. Oh, Wixie, Scott. I told you he wasn't quite from Liverpool. See, Scott's been telling me you were from Liverpool, and I said, no, that's Steve. No, but well, I was actually born in Liverpool. I'm actually actually technically from Liverpool. I was born um, in Liverpool, and my family's in Liverpool. So I suppose you could say. Oh, okay, but, fair yeah, enough. I was wrong, wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like, like when I was like doing my research on. Oh, by the way, this is Scott, and uh, I'm in the hey, Chicago. Scott. I'm in the Chicago area. So if you detect an accent there, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, oh, it's all good. It's definitely not Scouse. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of accent it is, but but uh, hey, I, I just want to say, man, thank you for taking your time and, and talking with us and all that, and welcome to Major's Mess Hall. Uh, 
So, 15 years later, BB Mac is back. Yeah, you, you, I know. you excited? Yeah, it's been crazy. It's uh, yeah, I can't believe it. We've actually finished um, the first record in over 15 years, first album. Um, so yeah, we're excited. We're excited to be back. We're out on the road in a couple of weeks, and yeah, it's it's, it's crazy, but it's great. That's amazing. So, what what sparked what, off this reunion? Like, what made you guys decide after 15 years to give it another go? Well, I think what what happened was basically, um, you know, we were kind of we've always been friends, we've made friends, you know, over the years, and we've always we've always got in touch with each other, seen each other at different events and stuff. And um, yeah, boys came around to see me a couple of years ago. And we got the guitar out, and we were just having a jam, you know, because we enjoyed singing together. And um, I put one of the videos, just you know, said, "Oh, look, he popped in to see me." I put it on Facebook, and got like, you know, but mental it was like two million views in a few days and wow we were like wow that's crazy so and and we really enjoyed singing together we were like that, that was fun you know so we enjoyed it so it just kind of felt like the right time and like you know an organic thing to happen um really so it was yeah that was it really. we said let's just do that you know we started off let's just write some songs and then that turned into an album then it's a tour and it turned into here we are that's amazing. So, so this album, have you guys written it yourselves, or have you brought in other songwriters to to kind of help? Yeah, no, we've written it. Um, some of written ourselves, um, and we've written others with some of our other, you know, friend writers. Because yeah. I, I live over in Los Angeles, uh, Mark and Steele over in England. So, you know, I did some writing over here in LA. Uh, the boys did some writing over in Liverpool. Uh, we all did some writing together. So it was kind of like you know we just did you know, adding what we had to do to get it finished, really. Um, but, yeah, we, you know, it was great. It was great to get back in the room with the lads and, you know, write a song together again after, you know, first time in 15 years. It was, it was great. Well, that's it, because, I mean, you've, you've spent the last 15 years doing music anyway. You know, you obviously, you did a lot of dance music and stuff, you know, working with the likes of Tiesto and David Guetta and things like that, which is all incredible stuff, by the way. So obviously getting back together with oh, the guy. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> kept me busy. Kept well, me I, lo- I love the new- I love the the track you've posted there as well. Fire and ice. That's on me playlist on Spotify at the moment. It's a great song. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, that was one of my last ones on. But uh, I mean, black hole recordings. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was excellent. But I mean, obviously getting back with the guys. You know, that has that been? Was it difficult in the sense of like you've kind of become your own artist now? Was that was that? And I know obviously Steve's been doing music as well with his band in Liverpool. So what was that like? Did you find it difficult at first? good question actually because you know since uh you know we we broke up in 2003 i have kind of gone down a completely different kind of road musically i suppose i've done a lot of electronic music um you know i've got my other band with my good friend bt all hail the silence which were we're actually going out on the road this summer in america as well so i've done that more you know depeche mode synth wavy 80s style so, you know, but I, I do, you know, obviously I play guitar and I have, I do write a lot of time on guitar. So it kind of, um, I did think about that, but when we got in the room together and we just got these guitars out, it just felt so natural. I think, I think one thing has changed definitely over the years, lyrically, we've kind of, we've, it, it's matured a little bit more now, I think. Um, but I think on the whole, you know, I didn't find it hard. It just felt really natural to go back to kind of, you know, picking the guitar up and singing with the boys, really. Um, it was quite refreshing, actually, to go back to this kind of stuff after doing a lot of electronic <coughs> stuff, you know? Excellent. So, like, when it comes to, like, because first of all, I'm, a, I'm actually a big fan of you guys. I genuinely am. Like, I've been, every year I've been checking to see if you guys are getting back together because I'm seeing all these <laughs> other pop bands getting back together and I was like, BB Mac, we've got to give it another go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I've been checking up to see, you know, when you guys are getting back together and stuff. And I used to be in a pop band years ago and we would sing, like, back here on stage and we'd, we'd perform it and stuff. And we always did like the, you know, the three to four part harmonies as well. And we loved, we loved that yeah. aspect of, of your band, your guys band for that reason. Cause that's what's different from like other pop bands is that you can really pick out the individual harmonies. And uh, so I'm just wondering yeah, like totally, totally. Who, who decides that? Like how do you have a certain spot? Like where you like, do you prefer to sing? Like do you sing lead more than the other guys or like, how does that work? Do you know what? It's a really weird thing. And it's the same. It's like a, weird thing that happened when we got in the room to sing after all these years together 
is like we just kind of that was kind of we, we just jumped to our right harmonies uh, and even if we jumped to wrong harmonies we were in, we were close um, and we just kind of we always gravitate to what will happen is we'll 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 be singing a song um, you know writing the song the lead melody and then when we get to the chorus something we'll just it just it just happens. I can't put my finger on it, but it's kind of just naturally we just go to where it happens, and it's different on each song because some songs I'll go to the lead, some songs Steel to take the lead or Mark, you know. But um, yeah, it's just we we kind of work it out. It's the kind of thing we've we've always uh, found it easy to do. Really, that's that was it's always something that's come pretty pretty fast. Well, I think that that's to me that's what is special about you guys is that it's just that sound. Even like. You know, I remember when Back Here was released the first time in the UK and it was the music video that got me. At the end of the music video, you guys just, it's like you're busking and you're playing, you're just singing it naturally live. Yeah. And I just loved it. I absolutely love that part of the video. It was the best. Well, that's what we do, you know, with every song that's on. That's how we started off, really. We'd write a song and we'd have, like, one piece of guitar, two pieces of guitar, and we'd just play it and we'd perform and rehearse it like that. And that just goes back to that, really, you know. Um, So... You know, um, I guess it comes natural to us because that's all we've ever done together. It's just sang like that. Now, is there like a, a certain anxiety amongst you guys? You know, because essentially you guys are are playing for like a whole new generation since you guys finished. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I totally get. Yeah, but the thing is, and it was like, you know, it's like when we were trying to find a sound for us. You know, do we need to sound different now? You know, coming back, it's been, it's been a long time. Everything's changed. Do we need to do this? You know, and ultimately, we're just we're, we're just doing this. What feels right? What's coming from the heart? What feels you know um, that I think definitely the the old fans will love um, who were around the, first, the you know last time. And if we can pick some new fans up along the way, fantastic. So we don't really feel anxiety. No, we're, we're just we're just doing something that we we think you know we love. We we think um, the the fans are going to love. So, are you seeing any any like familiar faces in the crowd from last time? That's that's probably like a hard question to answer. But do you recognise any of the fans? <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, I'm terrible with names, so I recognise a lot of faces, and I'm like, <laughs> like remember my name? I'm like, oh, I'm like, I can't remember the name. So, but we we've definitely seen a lot of the old fans come in. It's been amazing, actually, um, on social media as well. You know. Um, people we remember used to come to the shows back in the day. Now coming with the daughters and with sons, and you know, uh, introducing Billy Mac to another generation. So it's fantastic, it's fantastic. Well, that's it. You know, like, like you've got to figure in 15 years, like so much changes in your life. So it just shows you how much you know your music has meant to these people. Because like 15 years later, they're still there. They're still coming back. They still love you guys. Like that must oh, be an amazing it's feeling. Been, it's been it's it's been incredible. You know, and it's like. It, we, we didn't know what to expect, I'll be honest with you, you know. We turned out for these gigs in November and to see the, you know, the crowd singing along, but not just to the big hits, you know, uh, but singing along to us on the album tracks and, you know, it was just fantastic and it, it just it just filled us, you know, filled our hearts on stage. We, were, we, we loved it. We loved every moment of the gigs we did. Um, yeah. Well, I, I I got to see some of the uh, somebody posted a few YouTube videos of of the you know the gigs that you did last year in the states, and uh, you can just tell that you guys just love being back on stage together. It's amazing. Yeah, it was great. And do you know what we we forgot what what a laugh we actually have out on the road together? Because <laughs> you know we do get on so well, and it's it, it's you know it's it's just yeah, it's funny. Um, I mean, it is hard work on the road. You know, especially we've got gigs every day and stuff, and it's lots of traveling and stuff, but. On the whole, we love it. You know, it's it's great. It's great. We uh we we got a chance to listen to your guys' uh, new song, Bullet Train. Oh, and, fantastic! And, and man, it it it's like you guys never ever stopped. You know, it's 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 it's, it's, it's it sounds great. It's an amazing track. Absolutely love it. No, I was just getting a glass of water. I'm glad you guys like it. Yeah, you know, we just thought it was the perfect track to kind of. Um, you know, morph the old stuff in with the new stuff. Um, you know, but yeah, we're really happy. It's really, it's a really good first single um, from the album for us. Um, so yeah, we're excited to share it with the world. It's good for you as well because you know you've got a lot, quite a lot on that song as well vocally. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's. A, it's a, I'll be honest with you, it's a hard one to sing as well. It's quite high. Yeah, no, it's, think, yeah, it's a good one. We've been enjoying performing it live as well. So, is that a good indication of what the album's like, or is that you know very different? I think you know. I think yeah. I mean, you know, it's, the, the thing is with with our stuff, you know, the three part, you know, the three part harmony, the BB Max sound, is something that will 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 carry. That'll be the glue through everything. You know what I mean? So even if we experiment with different different. Um, we, 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 it's, it's hard for us to not sound like BB Mac, if you know what I mean, with the, with the three vocals, the way we, the way we do it, we approach it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think you can just get, you know, you can expect lots of guitars, as usual. But, yeah, I think um, lyrically, I think it's the album's maybe a bit, you know, matured since the last, you know, the last album. Um, but I think, yeah, the, I think it's just going to, there's a lot of catchy songs on this album, songs that you can't get out of your head. Um, we can't sleep at night. So <laughs> that's all I can say. Um, and yeah, we're really happy with it, and we're ex- we're just excited now to be putting something out after such a long time. You know, and not being around. Um, we've, we've got so many great ideas now, and we're already you know looking to write in the next the next record and and planning for the future. So yeah, we're just excited to be back, and uh, you know it's exciting. We're going to release our first single. Uh, it's actually going to be May the third. Um, but we're excited to release Bullet Train and share it with everyone. And yeah, hopefully they'll, they'll be singing it back um, at some of the shows. Well, that's the thing. You see, you've, you've written a really catchy tune there. That's very, very easy to sing back. So I, I've, I've no doubt that that's going to happen at these up and coming dates you've got planned. <laughs> you know, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of dates, let me just throw out a few. I meant for our listeners that are that are obviously going to be hearing this and all that, but. Uh, the tour kicks off in May 7th in Boston, Massachusetts at City Winery. May 8th, you're in the Big Apple, New York, New York at the the Gramercy Theater. Yes. Uh, May 9th, you're in Wilmington, Delaware. May 11th, you're in Vienna, Virginia. May 12th, you're in Cleveland, <clears throat> Ohio. Man, do you guys take a break? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. No, no. May, May 14th, you're in Detroit, Michigan. And uh, May 15th, you guys are in the House of Blues in Chicago, which, uh, yeah, yeah, if I get an opportunity, I want to come see you guys. And, and uh, yeah. Of course, we'd love to have you down there. Come say hi, definitely. I, I meant, man, I could take, bring a pizza to you guys, one of those deep dish Chicago pizzas. <laughs> well, listen, anyone who brings pizza is welcome <laughs> in, the, in the backstage. I'm just saying that. Anyone who wants to bring a pizza... It's actually, that's your ticket to get backstage. For sure. they're, they're, <laughs> the, the stage manager's going to tell you guys, hey, there's somebody out there with a pizza. Should we kick He'll him out? He'll take his slice. He'll take his cut. He'll take his slice. <laughs> He'll take his slice, <laughs> slice of the pie. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, speaking of pizzas, I ask everybody this, you know, because I'm just curious at everybody's taste. Like, what's your perfect pizza? <laughs> Okay. I know it's well, off the well, wall. It's off the wall. You know, he, he asks every guest this question, and we actually decided at the it's start okay. of this year. No, I, I, I'm we, we, a fan of pizza. Well, like, we decided we weren't like going to pizza. ask this question anymore, but he's brought it back for you, Christian. So he feels very special. <laughs> okay. Well, if you want, if you want, if you want to know my epic pizza, it's um, pepperoni, jalapeno, and onion. I couldn't do That's the jalapeno. That's that that kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Too strong. So with these shows, are, 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 yeah. are they acoustic shows or are you guys bringing a full band in for this one? No, this is a, you know it's an intimate tour. It's just the, the three of us um, and two guitars and the three vocals. And you know we wanted to really just strip strip everything back and take the you know the old songs from the old album, strip them back. Um, and yeah, you know it's 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 great. It's we've never done anything like this before, so it's been something new for us. But it's been. Yeah, it's been great, and, uh, you know, just, just great having everyone there singing along. The response has been fantastic. I'll be honest, I'm a new listener to <clears throat> BB Mac, and uh, Gavin got me hooked on you guys. And just out of curiosity for, like, me and, like, other people that will start being turned on by BB Mac, what does that stand for, or where did it originate from? Um, yeah, it's it's our it's our last name, so it's Burns Barry McNally. Um, yeah, that is common. So that's that's common it, knowledge. Really. That's common knowledge everywhere, apart from in Scott's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. So it was just a, yeah. It was just um, it was our 
and this I think it was um I think it was Sterling came up with it, I think. Um we were just thinking of names at the time and it was like <laughs> Mac B Mac or whatever. I don't know, it just stuck and then we changed because it's McNally's with a C and we changed it to a K just because we thought it looked, might look a bit like Big Mac. And then <laughs> yeah, we had a coffee. Big Mac, excellent. <laughs> so how did you guys how did you guys meet? That's that's something I never actually knew. Like how did you guys come to be together? Well, we um we were in other bands back in the day, years and years and years ago. And obviously, you know, kind of um you know, it was the it was the days of like, you know, everyone was trying to create this new big pop band and stuff. So we kind of met through other things, other you know, there was like auditions held for other bands and stuff. We met around on that circuit and um we decided the three of us to like not do that kind of thing and, and do something different um and try and do it you know try and get a manager try and go to london try and kind of you know get a record deal we didn't know what to do um so we just we, yeah that was it really um so we were thankful for those other things for getting us together so that we could meet but we uh we just kind of decided to do something completely different from all that was around at the time. Um, and that was it, really. And we, we got on so so great, you know. It's like you meet some people and you kind of think, yeah, you know what, I could do something. You know, I could spend a lot of time with these guys because I think that's important if you start in a band. Oh, massively, yeah. It's massively important to me. There's a lot of, like you say, there's a lot of people that just get back, they'll just get together to form a band for the wrong reasons. But, you know, if you start out as friends, then that's that's the key for, you know, uh, longevity, really. Yeah, no, totally, totally. I mean, it's, it's it's like, you know, when you're on tour and stuff, you are living in each other's pockets. I mean, literally, you know, it's, um, it, it's you know, I mean, you hear of it, you know, a lot of times people have separate tour buses and stuff, and it does go on, but it's just, you know, it's like it's, it's in life so much easier if you can all get on and, you know, and enjoy it, you know what I mean? Enjoy the time together, which we do. Um, yeah, it's great. So, are there any plans elsewhere to, to take the concert to or tour, like yeah, outside definitely. the states? We, um, I mean, yeah, so we're gonna go. Um, I mean, we've not confirmed anything yet, so I'm not announcing anything yet. But we definitely want to do some um, shows on the west coast, and yeah, some some we're looking at some possible dates in um, Asia as well. Um, so yeah, lots, lots of, lots of great. Oh, and the UK as well. So uh, we're looking at. Um, so I just can't announce anything just yet. But yeah, definitely, definitely, we'll be getting to all the parts of the world. Everybody needs to keep watch at uh, www.bbmac.com for like upcoming added uh, venues and, and. That's correct. Yeah, just keep an eye on social media, bbmac uh, on Instagram, you know, Facebook, usual places, bbmac.com. And, um, yeah, we'll be uh, announcing stuff as and when we uh, finalise things. So I know last year you guys, was it the first show you guys did back together was in the Cavern in Liverpool, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. See, I mi- I missed it because I actually don't live in the UK anymore. I live in uh, Nova Scotia, Canada, so I'm, I'm gutted that I missed that. But what was that like? Have you pe- have you performed there before in the Cavern? Do you know what? It's it's. I mean, the Cavern for me. I mean, special place. Um, but I mean, a the Beatles. You know, yeah. my my first influence, a big influence on on Steve as well. You know, um, a big influence on a lot of people. But the Beatles, and I was just always like, I was pretty obsessed with the Beatles when I was when I was a kid. And you know, um, the stories. My dad played the, the tavern in the sixties. Um, you know, at the same time as the Beatles as well. The same that same you know this same era. Um, and my dad played there recently um, a show a couple of years ago when I went and helped him with his old band of signs from the sixties. So it's just had a special place in my heart, the cabin. And, you know, we wanted the first show we've done in such a long time to be something, you know, a little bit special. And it was it was just a great kind of like, you know, way to dust the cobwebs off with a lot of friends and a lot of family there. Um, you know, we were, we were really nervous, you know. It was, um, it was you know, it was the first show in a long time. So it was just nice to have, you know, friends and family there. And it was, it was such a great night. We loved it. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was the reason, you know, why we took the cabin, really. Yeah, it's an it is an amazing place. I I, I sang there was years ago now with the band that I used to be in, and it's just knowing like you know you're you're up 
it's it's the Beatles stage essentially is what you're performing on, and it's you know it's obviously big shoes to yeah, try and fill. I mean, so legendary, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So where's your favourite place to perform then? If you had to pick a place, a country even, where would you say is your best your favourite place? Wow. I mean, do you know what we've? I mean, we've performed. We've been lucky enough to perform all over the world, but I think you know it's, it's not about the place. It's just it's, it's about the people, and it's like everywhere. I mean, it's it's different. Like when you play over in Asia and Japan and stuff, you know, you can have a really successful show and people love you, but it's like they don't cheer and stuff. They're very polite and just kind of do a little golf clap and thank you. And that's just the way that is over there. So maybe you, you don't, you know, you don't you don't feel that energy as much in the crowd, but it's still you know that they're enjoying it. It's just the same feeling. You know, what I mean, it's just a different way of portraying it. But I mean, we we love we love playing anywhere basically that anyone will, anyone will turn up. <laughs> um, you know, we love playing everywhere. It's um, it'd be hard just to pick a place. You couldn't pick one. So, being you know known throughout the world and all that, and you guys do a lot of tours back in the day and starting getting ready to start back up and all that. Like, have you seen anything like crazy or funny that you, while you're on stage you look out in the audience or some backstage antics or whatever that like. You like makes you laugh every time you think about. <laughs> trying to think, <laughs> um, we used to have a thing. We used to have a thing uh, called Scary Box, which was quite fun. Um, and it was like um, if there was ever we, we found this box in the uh, dressing room once, and you know one of us had hide in it and uh, just <laughs> kind of like jump, jump out on people. I think we got a few different people with it, tour managers and stuff. Um, <laughs> I think a couple of the Backstreet Boys were in. We got got their got their months as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the rest of the stuff um, we can't really broadcast on a podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Excellent. Well, listen, Christian, uh, we've we've got five questions here that we, that we call them the majors top five, and they're essentially just questions that you may not have been asked before, but the questions you could ask anyone. And we're, so we're just curious what your okay. answers would be to these questions. So I'm going to start off with the first one. What song defines okay, you? Too. So what song defines you? It doesn't have to be a BB Mac song. It can be any song. I mean, I can give you, um, I suppose, in a lot of ways, um, God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. Okay, yeah. It's just my favourite. It's, it's a very influential song to me. Um, and yeah, I think possibly my favourite song of all time. Yeah. That's a great choice. It's an awesome yeah. track. Yeah, I like the Beach Boys too. Good. Just amazing. Can you tell us something about yourself that like no one else knows? You know, like maybe a fan don't you know may not know about you. Um. Ooh, what can I say about myself? Um. I, I used to be an altar boy. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> I used to be an altar boy. I think it was an English thing. I don't know if, um, you know, it was a big thing in the world. But, yeah, I used, to, I used to be an altar boy. And um, that was um, that was when I was in, oh, I don't know, about eight, nine. There you go. It's a little it's fact. Got, it's going back a bit, Living isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. This is a classic question. What is What is the perfect meal for you, would you say? Aside from pizza, perfect meal will ha- would have to be. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I, I, do you know what? I think I've got to go with it. It's got to be the old um, curry in Indian. Excellent. You know what? You I can't. Think, I don't know about LA, but you can't get good curry here in Canada. No, I think it's because no. I think it's because I'm missing it and I crave it now because I'm in. I'm here in Los Angeles and um, we we just don't have it. We've tried. Me and my girlfriend Miranda. We've tried. You know, all the ones around here, um, we've tried um, every every one, and they're all pretty rubbish. Yeah, um, it doesn't live up to and, it, does it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, no, it's just not the same, and I just don't understand it. It's like, come on, that and, together, guys. And fish and chips is another so, one for me. You can't find good fish and chips anywhere aside from the UK. You, no, you can't, get, you can't get that here. You know, <laughs> you, 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 you probably find that here somewhere in some kind of English themed pub or something. But, you know, you definitely can't get a good curry, which is a sad thing. Yeah. 
You can make it yourself, anyway. but again, that's never the same either when you try yeah. and make it yourself. It's never the same, is it, you know, let's be honest. So what inspires you? Um, I think, you know, to make music, I think it's, um, I, I think it's different things. It can be something, you know, um, just a kind of um, something you see in day-to-day life or something you've experienced in life, you know? Um, but many, many things, uh, it can be visual things, it can be, you know, music, and movies, all kinds of things, you know? Um, I guess that's the thing, when you're creative, you kind of find, find inspiration in, in many different things. That's the cool thing about it. So this is, a, this is quite a depression question now, but I've got to ask it anyway. How would you like to be remembered? Um... I guess uh, as um, Olympic gold medal five-time winner, um, <laughs> I don't know. Listen, you know what? It'd be great. It'd be great if some of uh, the music I've written in my life was remembered. Uh, you know, it's long after I'm gone. That would be amazing. And what more could you wish for? Exactly. You know? Now we're about to wrap yeah. it up and all that. And uh, again, for everybody listening. Stay tuned to www.bbmac.com and their Facebook page and Twitter and, and see where they are and then go see Christian, Mark, and Stephen and, and support them and uh, just have a good time and good luck out there in the tour, Christian. And uh, Yeah, no, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and thanks to everyone who's been supporting us so far. And yeah, come down to the show. There's a lot of fun. And yeah, thank you guys. It's been uh, it's been great to talk to you. No, I mean, I just want to say thank you for me as well because I am I am a genuine fan, and you played a big part of my musical twenties, uh, if you like, when I was twenty one, twenty two. Like I was listening to you guys and and wanting to kind of do what you guys do. So this to be able to have a chat with you now has been absolutely incredible. Definitely one of the highlights of my year so far, Christian. So thank you so much. Oh well, thank you for this very kind word. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. I truly hope that one day I get to come to a BB Max show. So maybe, maybe put Nova Scotia on well, your list. Come, come and say hi. Come and say hi when you get around to it and stuff. Come and say hi for sure, man. We'll have a beer. I'd love to, mate. That'd be great. And again, when you're in Chicago, if somebody shows up with a big pizza, that'll be me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get, you get, you, you're definitely getting a beer. Yeah, no, right on. So come on. Hey, <laughs> that's, that's cool, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And, uh, Good luck on the tour. Thanks, guys. And, uh, yeah, have an interesting day, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Cheers, All man. Right. Take care. Thank you. Well, there you go, guys. That was our interview with Christian Burns. I want to say thank you again to uh, Christian for, for giving us his time. Uh, absolutely amazing to have a chat with him. Uh, the single Bullet Train is out on the 3rd of May. Now, let me just check something because I think this episode is going to drop after that. So let me just see. So we're recording this now on, hold on, on the... Uh, 28th. 28th, okay, 28th, okay, 28th, yeah. And we're gonna. And it'll be out next Thursday. Oh, okay. Actually, the single "Bullet Train" is out tomorrow. So, if you go on Spotify and all those places, you'll find the single "Bullet Train." Now, me and Scott, like we mentioned in the interview, there we got we got emailed that song early, and uh, we got a chance to listen to it, and it is absolutely fantastic. It's very much BB Mac, but it's obviously a modern day um, pop track pop rock song and it's yeah, it's incredible so honestly go to Spotify and check that out it's called Bullet Train and it's by BB Mac and the album there's no release date yet when there is we'll let you know but uh, it's a, to be announced but it's going to be out in August so and I'm not sure of the name of the album yet but once we find out we will tell everyone so check it out okay so we are now going to go through and see if we can get Scott Powers on the line 
like like we said earlier on, he uh, he ducked out of being on the episode because he cut his finger, and uh, that's just not a good enough excuse for us boys, is it? So we're going to give him a call now. So him is probably some tiny little fucking scratch. Yeah, yeah. He, he <laughs> sent he sent me a picture, um, not of the cut, um, of he apparently he put a bandage on it and then he put a rubber glove over the bandage. So I couldn't actually see wow. anything. Yeah. Right, let's add him in now. Craig, feel free to let rip, mate, when he comes on. And I don't mean fart. If he comes on, you'll probably see your name and then just sack it off. Right, dial pad, let's see. Just so everyone knows, I'm playing with fire doing this because he, you know, he's, he's a little bit like a sleeping lion. You know, you wouldn't want to... I feel like poking a grumpy bear. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't want to do that too much. <laughs> right, so let's dial his number. Mm. <laughs> Can you guys hear that? It's very melodic. Okay, here we go. Let's see. See if we can get him on via the phone. It's just dialing through now. Actually, we might get his voicemail, so we should just leave a message. Craig, leave a message, mate. If it goes to voicemail, kick off. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message okay, Craig, system. Okay, Two, one. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for on, more Craig. options. Scott, you lazy tit. Little shitty little cut on your finger. Fuck off. You sk- you've skipped so many fucking episodes. You'll just <laughs> sack it off. <laughs> we need to know where you are, what you're doing, and uh, more importantly, we need an update on the T-shirts. You know, the, these T-shirts, we've got the listeners waiting to find out, you know, where the T-shirts are. We've got Dave and Michelle, you know... I've heard that Dave's thinking about turning to drugs. Like, we've we got to get these T-shirts out to them. You know, we can't have this anymore. So we just need an update. You know, so if you could get back to us as soon as possible before this episode finishes, we'd really appreciate it, mate. And all that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no answer there. So, unfortunately, wow. we can't find... We can't do that segment, which is really upsetting because I wanted to play the special theme tune. But you know what? We've still got time to record. We're going to try them again after our next segment. And the other big news, I was hoping Scott was going to be here so I could have someone to bounce my excitement off of because you two won't care. But I'm actually going back to Chicago again next month or when you listen to this, this month, May. Uh, I will be there <clears throat> on the 17th, which is a Friday. So if you are around and you want to meet me and Scott and have a drink with us, just let us know, reach out, tell us you want to meet us, and we will tell you where we're planning on meeting up. And you can come and have a little drink with us. Kelly's also coming as well, so Kelly's going to be there. And, uh, you know, so Kelly's been on how many before. days are you guys going to be there? We're going to be there a total of four days. Now, the reason why we're going is because we were offered um, a, to be added onto the guest list of one of the BB Mac shows, so we're going to see BB Mac. Because um, it'll just be nice, you know, to shake Christian's hand and, and uh, thank him in person for coming on the pod and obviously meet the other guys. Big deal for me. <clears throat> and, you know, it's good for the podcast as well because you never know who else is going to be there. We can, you know, advertise the podcast a little bit, try and get some more listeners. And, uh, yeah, that's why we decided to go. And Kelly, being our social media person, she's going to come along and, you know, help us with all that sort of stuff. So it's going to be fun. I just wish that you two guys were coming as well because that would be the icing on the cake. <clears throat> that would be cool, but uh, I gotta save up my vacation time for July. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, we're hoping in twenty twenty, sorry, twenty twenty one, not next year, because Craig can't come next year. But twenty twenty one, we're hoping to do like a big uh, event for the podcast. If it's still going by then, we don't know. Um, even if it's not, it would still be cool to go anyway, because we had a blast last time in Chicago, the four of us. So you know, we'll, your chat. we'll figure is something out. That, that like the five year anniversary, twenty twenty one. Probably will be, yeah. Well, 2015 is when it started. Okay, so six years. Yeah. That's why it would have been good to do it next year. But Craig's cocked it up. (laughs) 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 Now, it's only another year away, isn't it? Right. So, we are going to do... I wanted Scott to be here for this, but fuck it. He's not around, so we're going to have to leave him out. But we are going to do a Craig story time because we know that our listeners... Craig, I don't think you understand, mate. The, the people listened for this feature alone, mate. 
Story time with Craig. We'll meet you meeting us halfway because this is it now. Once you've done this, we're leaving it for a while. So this is the just to let everyone know, this is the last one for a while. Isn't that right, Craig? The last one fucking forever. No, not not forever, <laughs> but you know, we'll we'll do it again in the future. But anyway, Craig, can you please announce to everyone what the story is that you're gonna be reading? Well I don't know, because you haven't put the title up. Okay. The story is I did tell you this, so you weren't paying attention. The story is Jack and the Beanstalk. So mm-hmm. Craig when you're ready, mate, set the scene. What's going on? Once upon a time, there lived a widow woman and her son, Jack, on on their small farm in the country. Every day, Jack would help his mother with the, the chores, chopping the wood, weeding the garden, and he had the best technique for milking the cow. <laughs> okay, go on. But despite all their hard work, Jack and his mother were very poor, with barely enough money to keep themselves fed. What shall we do? What shall we do? said the widow one spring day. We don't have enough money to buy weed for the farm this <laughs> <laughs> What? We don't have enough money to buy weed or seed. Weed, it says here. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Go on. Uh, I lost where I am now. <laughs> Look oh, for the weird weed. We must sell our cow, old Bess, and the money, with with the money, buy enough seed to plant a good crop. Uh, all right, mother, said Jack. It's market day today. I'll go into town and sell Bessie. So Jack climbed onto the cow's back and headed off towards town. He what? Oh, God. He climbed on the cow's back. He rode the cow into the fucking town. Was <laughs> he? Gone. He hadn't gone far when he met a funny-looking old man with a large pole. <laughs> he said to him, good morning, Jack. I don't remember any of this in the story. <laughs> you shall not pass. <laughs> the only story I know, he gets a fucking seed planted up the, up, the, up the shit and does whatever and comes back down. Don't. You and me went to see a film about Jack called Jack and the Giant Slayer years ago. It was shit, but there was an old man in that. That's, <laughs> there was an old man in that that sold him the seeds. I don't know, mate. We were bored, weren't we? Uh, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Uh, good morning to you, said Jack, wondering how the little old man knew his name. Where are you off to this fine morning, asked the man. I'm going to market to sell our cow, Bessie. Well, what a helpful son you are, exclaimed the man. Should that be explained? No, exclaimed, that's the right way. Go on. I have a special deal for such a good boy like you. Fuck you. Know. <laughs> The little old man looked around to make sure no one was watching and then opened his hand to show Jack what he held. Beans? <laughs> asked Jack. <laughs> Three magical beans. Three magical bean beans. To be exact, <laughs> That's all it says. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three. If you plant them overnight by morning, they grow up to the sky. Promised the funny little old man, and because you're such a big boy, you're <laughs> big yours, boy, trade for that old milking cow. So he wants the cow. Give yourself a deal, said Jack. The man helped Jack off the cow. <laughs> <laughs> mate, that's where a comma should be used there, mate. The man, yeah. the man helped Jack off a cow. Oh. It should be the man helped Jack off the cow. Right. Should be a comma there, mate. You don't read it as the man helped Jack off the cow. That's not a that... ball. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Jack went home to show his mother his beans. <laughs> Back already, Jack? Asked his mother. I see you haven't got old Bess. You sold her so quickly. How much did you get for her? 
Jack smiled and reached into his pocket. Just look at these beans, mother. They're magical. Go ahead and flick them if you want. <laughs> Bean flicking mama. You're the, you're the real deal. Plant them overnight and uh, whatever that is. <laughs> well, we don't know what it is. What does it say? Well, it says and, and it's got like the little line, 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 line thing. I don't know what that really is. What? cried Jack's mother. Oh, silly boy, how could you give our, away our milking cow for three measly beans? And with that, she did the worst thing Jack had never seen her do. She burst into tears. <laughs> Jack went upstairs to a little room in the attic, so sorry he was, and threw the beans angrily out the window, thinking, how could I have been so foolish? I've broken my mother's heart. After after much tossing and turning, at last Jack dropped off to sleep. When Jack woke up the next morning, his room looked strange. The beans had thrown out of the window into the garden and had sprung up into a big beanstalk, which went up and up and up until it reached the sky. Using the leaves and twisty vines like the rungs of a ladder, Jack climbed and climbed until at last he reached the sky. And when he got there, he found a long, broad road winding its way through the clouds to a tall, square castle off in the distance. Jack ran up the road towards the castle, and just as he reached it, the door swung open to reveal a horrible lady giant with one great eye in the middle of her forehead and drooping breasts. <laughs> what the fuck? Droopy tit cyclops, nice. <laughs> and this is for kids. Why is we a prom night? <laughs> as soon as Jack saw her, he turned to run away, but she caught him and took him to her husband. When the husband saw what his wife was dangling in front of him, he said... <laughs> form. I smell the blood of an English man, but he alive or be he dead, I'll have the bones and give him head. <laughs> what? What? You mean? <laughs> I thought he What's made bread. <laughs> what? Huh? what does it say? <laughs> what does it say? Canal. V five faux form. Yeah, I have a smell of brother an English man, all that shit. Be be he alive or be he dead, I'll I'll have his bones and give him head. <laughs> wow. That's gotta be a typo, mate. <laughs> I'm reading it as it says here. <laughs> mate, it must be and have his head. No. And give him head. <laughs> Every time he says it. <laughs> it's over with. Come on. Next. Jack, Jack wriggled free and managed to run back to the beanstalk. He climbed down as fast as he could while the giant chased him. His mother was at the bottom of the beanstalk planting giant cucumbers. <laughs> and she heard Jack yell... Mother, stop squatting and come <laughs> bring me I can't fucking breathe. <laughs> Where did you get the cucumbers from? His mother handed Jack a large axe and Jack cut down the beanstalk. Beanstalk fell and so did the giant, right on top of Jack's house. <laughs> poor bastard. <laughs> now poor Jack and his mother had nothing left. As they pondered about wondering what they would do, they looked into the distance and saw the funny-looking old man milking the cow. The end. <laughs> Story time with Craig. That comes to an abrupt ending. 
<laughs> oh, <No>. fuck. <coughs> oh, God. The fucking shit you come up with, mate. No, well, the last one was like a porno, but that was even worse. <laughs> right. I'm going to have to go through to an advert while I get myself together. Hello, everybody. This is Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life, and you're listening to Major's Mess Hall Podcast. Right, honestly, the only thing left to discuss now is, is that we want to know who the T-shirts are, so I'm going to try and bring him in again. So we're going to call him again, and uh, if we have to leave him another voice message, we're going to do so. Your call has been forwarded to okay. an automatic voice message system. Unbelievable. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up I'll leave or a message. <clears throat> I don't know who you are, but I know that you record a podcast. If you don't answer the phone, I will find you, and I will kill you. Scott, answer the phone, will you, mate? All, all three of us will kill you. Yeah, we just want to know what's going on. You know, we know you've cut your finger... We don't know how serious it is. You sent me a picture, but you, you, your finger was bandaged up and you had a rubber glove on. I'm not sure why you had a rubber glove on. I mean, that's... that's Doing be... exams on the side. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, we don't know. But anyway, you, you need to let us know, mate, because, you know, we, we miss you. I mean, that's the bottom line of it. We just miss you and we want you to come back. And we also need to know the update with these T-shirts. So, um, yeah, please, mate, get back to us if you can, mate. We, we we know you can. I mean, maybe he's having trouble pressing answer on his phone because of his hand. I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, mate, we're just reaching out to you. And uh, we we just care, mate. Right, he hasn't answered again, which is, you know, it's upsetting. <clears throat> the end of the day. Over three. What the hell? I know. So we can either wrap this up now or have, a, have another little quick couple of minutes chat and then try him one more time. Guy. Let's talk about your border situation when you were driving back in. Oh. <laughs> okay. Into into yeah. America. Um, so yeah, last weekend I, I left on Saturday morning and I and I came back on Sunday afternoon. So going through was took me like two minutes. Coming back through, I got stopped at the border, detained because I have a sign there that specifically reads "stop," and then a sign underneath that that says, "Please remain stopped." while light is red so i look up and the light in front of me is green so me thinking okay i stopped lights green that means go so i proceeded through and all of a sudden the border patrol agent comes running out of his little cubicle there waving his arms looks like it's go time for him screaming at me so i stopped and i'm like is there a problem he's like yeah can you tell me why you didn't stop at the stop sign I said I did stop at the stop sign. Then I read the sign below that that said, "Remain stop if it's red, but the light's green." So I went, and he gets an attitude with me. <laughs> He's like, "Oh no, we got we got uh, radiation detectors. We got to take pictures of your license plate." I said, "You already did. I saw the cameras flash off. Uh, you got pictures on my plate, you know." And and he was like, "Well, we got a whole process. It's just ain't a, a toll booth," which I thought was funny, and I giggled. But he didn't find humor in it. And then basically, uh, he just stood there with his thumbs in his bulletproof vest, uh, looking around like he was ready any second to pull me out of my car and give me a swift beating. And then uh, when the car in front of me proceeded uh, to go on, the lady in the in the booth waved me up, and I go up and I give her my credentials, and she asked me uh, when I came into Canada, and I said yesterday morning, and she said, "Oh, you're coming back today? That's." short trip and i said well yeah i had to work friday and i got to work tomorrow so i just came up for a weekend to see a friend and they asked me like fifty thousand questions who my friend was Fucking how hell. i knew him yeah so then the best part of it was um she wanted to take a look at my trunk because she asked me if i was bringing any any narcotics weapons or alcohol back into the states and i said not that i'm aware of and uh she had me pop my trunk so she looks back in there and i have a bag and change of clothes and a, uh, a book, because I used to like um, criminal psychology, it's the Encyclopedia of Serial Killers. <laughs> so that was, uh, 
that was quite the uh, the thing for her to find. And she comes back up. She's like, "That's a pretty nifty hobby." And I said, "Yeah, you know, I uh, used to study criminal psychology. Uh, I like serial killers, so I was just reading up on it." So then she said, "Well, where did you come into Canada?" At? And I said, uh, "Holton, Maine." And she says, "And you're coming back in Calus? Why is that?" And I said, "That's the way that Google Maps told me to go." I, I don't know Canada. <laughs> I didn't want to get lost. So uh, yeah, I was there like friggin' ten, fifteen minutes while they. Looked all through my car, looked all around, and, and kept me there because, I don't know, I guess I look like a terrorist. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that was my endeavor uh, of hanging out at the border, coming back into Calus, Maine. Unbelievable. So I guess next time I'll stop until I see them actually physically wave me and not pay any attention to the lights because the lights apparently lie. That's ridiculous, though, isn't it? Like, you've literally followed the rules and then we're told uh, off for doing I so. I complied. That must happen all the time, though. They must get that with everyone. Oh, no. According to how he treated me, that he's never seen that happen before. Most people are smart Bullshit. enough to stop at a stop sign and remain stopped at the green light until they wave them up. But I thought I was just doing my duty and following procedure, but I guess it was wrong. So, Oh, they were just fucking bored and just looked at the nitpick. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I truly think it was. That, I, that's, that was my bottom line. But I was trying to be, you know, calm and cool because I didn't want to, like, escalate anything. So I was just like, no, that's fine. I'll answer your questions. I got literally nothing to hide. It's not as bad as last year when coming back and across the border, uh, my wife works at a doctor's office and they take the expired medical supplies and then she Mm -hmm. takes them and gives them to the local university. They send them overseas to uh, third world countries who need, like, medical supplies. And... uh, I had forgot that all that was in my trunk, so as I'm coming back through the border, they're like, you have anything in your trunk? I was like, no. Could you pop it, please? I was like, sure. So I popped it, and then they go back there, and the lady comes back up. She's like, could you explain to me why you have, like, a thousand syringes in your trunk? And, Fucking hell. And I was like, yes, actually, I can explain. I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, a heroin addict or a dealer. I, uh, so I had to explain that last year. So two years in a row, I've got uh, detained at the border and have to – Explain myself for various reasons. So. Jesus, that that that, uh, that syringe one that could have been quite bad, really, couldn't it? They could have really made a big deal out of that. Yeah, because it was unauthorized medical <clears throat> supplies that I really had no reason to have in my car, because it's something that you know they have a, a a deal worked out with the local university through my wife, so it's I have nothing to do with it, and uh, so I I shouldn't be having my hands on a bunch of medical supplies, but that just <sighs> so happened. You, you just got lucky, I guess. I got lucky. Yeah, they, I, again, I think she took one look at me and said, yeah, this guy's not a hardened criminal. I think he's safe. We can let him go. So. Uh, also, as well, something I almost forgot to do was give, we, we, you have a winner for our Lickerman's uh, Old Dirty Canadian Whiskey. We're giving away another bottle of that, the Trailer Park Boys Whiskey. <clears throat> we have a winner for that. We also have another competition running on our Twitter page now to win just one can of Freedom 35. And some people have complained and said, geez, is that all you're giving away? Just one fucking can. Well, yeah, it's one fucking can or non fucking or no fucking can. So if you don't want it, don't retweet it because that's all you'd have to do to be entered. I mean, come on. You know, we're giving away a fucking bottle of bloody whiskey on the Facebook page. And I just figured, you know what? We got like, we got several cans we can give away. Let's give away a can. So I know that it's not available in the States. So really, to some of you TPB fans... You know, that beer should be like gold dust. So, you know, and all you got to do is retweet it. We've got more cans to give away. I'd rather spread it out and make four, you know, four or five fans happy as opposed to just one by giving them them all. So, you know. Anyway, exactly. the winner for the Lickerman's Old Dirty Canadian Whiskey is Diane Witten. So if Diane Witten gets in touch with us, give me your address. We will make sure that that bottle is on its way to you. Um, it's not a signed bottle, unfortunately. If we do meet the boys between now and getting it to you we will get them to sign it we have had signed bottles in the past um, I do have a, a signed bottle here which I might give away um, but if not I'm going to meet the boys again and get them to sign a few more bottles but uh, this one is just a unopened bottle of the Trailer Park Boys Old Days Canadian Whiskey so well done Diane and the Freedom 35 lager that uh, the can I'm not much of a beer drinker I've never been much of a beer drinker but I actually like the Freedom 35 it's good stuff yeah, see, I'm not a beer drinker at all, and I've never tasted it. And Craig, you don't really like it, do you? Uh, no, I wasn't really into it. 
What about the uh, Lickermans? Yeah, that's all right with Coke. Yeah. Didn't you Still try? Never tried the uh, the other one. What's the that? Tequila. What's the other candy they released? Well, there was a Ricky one, which I don't even know if it's still around, but there was a Ricky one that came out for a while. I think it was just like, it was just a certain period that that was out for, and I never got a chance to get that one. And then there's mm. the, the uh, Green Bastard one as well, which is out now, and again, I haven't tried that one either, so. Mm. Don't they have like a, a bald pussy tequila? I don't, yeah, but I don't think that's real. I think that that was just, uh, <laughs> that was just for swearing it. They just made that up, I think. I don't think it was real. Oh, I thought that that was in stores up there when I was up there. Really? Yeah, I thought I, so. I, I somehow, for some reason, I just don't think they could get that past the advertising. I don't. I could be wrong <laughs> about that, but that seems a little bit too much. But well, maybe, maybe it's talking about their cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are coming out with a bottle of hot sauce, though, and I don't know where that's going to be available. But when it is out, we will be giving some of that away as well. So if you like hot sauce and you like Trailer Park Boys. Those are going to be two reasons to stick around. Um, yeah, so anyway, congratulations, Diane Witten. The bottle is yours. And on that note, should we try Scott one more time? Sure. Okay, let's try and dial him in one more time. And then after this, we're just going to walk away empty-handed. Unlike uh, Diane Witten. <laughs> You'd think at this point, though, he might just fucking blow his top like... What the fuck? Well, see, the, the annoying thing, when he, whenever he blows his top, it's always funny. And if he, he's going to blow his top <laughs> off all these messages, but it won't be on record. That's the only unfortunate thing, really. Right. You know, he's going to blow his top at me, and I'll have nothing to show for it. Your <laughs> call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Craig, you're up, mate. He's not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, on, you Craig. may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Scott, where the fuck are you? You know what I mean? You're fucking antisocial. You're fucking probably asleep. Your little shitty cutty finger. You're not even fucking bothering with us. Why are we even bothering with you anyway? Harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. I hope you're okay. Talk to you soon. Get well soon. Okay, he's gone. We're going to give up with Scott now. What I like about that is, and this could well be the uh, the episode title, was Craig's uh, little description there of his, uh, his Scott's situation, which was a uh, little cutty finger. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, on that note, we will see you for episode 95. All right. <laughs> bye. No, bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Craig. What? Hello. <laughs> what? Hello. Hello. Maybe See you I'm... later. Oh, Fucking hell. Yeah, All right. Bye. Hey everyone, just before I let you go, I just want to take this opportunity to give a shout out to our friend Tom Termier. Recently, Tom lost a close friend of his named Peter Hiscock to a rare disease, and we never got a chance to send Peter well wishes when he was still with us. I promised Tom I'd take a moment on our show to remember his friend. So Tom, I'm raising a glass for your buddy Peter. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>